This is Entrepreneurs The Playbook, where each week I bring you some of the greatest athletes, celebrities, and entrepreneurs to talk about their personal and professional playbook to success. Dave Meltzer here with Entrepreneurs The Playbook, and I have an entrepreneur that anytime he wants can sit down with me. He's part and co-host of mine on multiple shows. He is a mentor and a mentee. Uh, he is changing the world with his story and the lessons that have been a part and parcel to that story. He has an incredible podcast. He almost has as many episodes as I do. The Unbroken Podcast, The Unbroken Academy, The Unbroken himself, Michael Unbroken. Welcome to SoFi Stadium and Entrepreneurs, The Playbook. Thanks, man. This is super exciting. This place is dope. I haven't been here, so well, it's amazing. I've done quite a few of these today, and I will tell you that my blood pressure went down about 50 points because talking to you just puts me at ease. Oh, uh, and the reason it puts me at ease is I know I just get the truth with you. I know I get no judgment or comparison. All I get is someone that I consider to be a real friend. Thank you. Uh, and wants to bring the best out of me, but also give his best when he's with me. And uh, we do that together as co-hosts of Office Hours, TV and digital show. Uh, and it's just a blessing to be able to be with you every single week, whether it's virtual or in person. Um, I was going to hit you up with a little bit of, uh, reflection, vulnerability of, you know, how do you feel? Cause I never get to truly ask, you know, when we get to do stuff together, what are the emotions that come through for you? You know, do I get you, you know, stressed, excited, et cetera? Mm -hmm. You know, what is the impact that I have emotionally on you because we get to interact so much? Yeah. Uh, that's a awesome, awesome question. Um, I would say that, and maybe this is an emotion, but it definitely falls under the category of human needs, is security. Like, there is something about just our relationship, our bond, our connection that I get from you, this thing that I have needed my entire life. And it's really, really, I was reflecting on this the other night, journaling, I'm like, it's really hard to be an orphan at 38 years old, Yeah, you know? And growing up with no parents who are drug addicts and alcoholics, being abandoned as a kid, and then like seeking. Like I spent so much of my time seeking and I'm investing into this person and that person or this drug or that girl or this car or whatever and never feeling safe in the world. And then I remember it was, it hit me really, really hard. You and I, we, we were in Vegas. It was actually your birthday. It was your yeah, birthday backstage. and I was backstage with you with Ryan's thing. I'm like, why am I here right now? <laughs> like, really, that was my thought process. I was like, why am I here? I was like, oh, because this man cares about me beyond what I can give him. Because everything that I've ever experienced in life, especially from other men growing up in the environment that I grew up, was like, what's the exchange of value here? And, and you give me a security that I think really a lot of men need, but especially I do. And it's just been life affirming and life changing. It's interesting. I'm trying to say this without close, uh, you know, getting emotional about it. But when I have a relationship, especially man to man relationship, even my son, you know, my goal is, especially if they're younger than me, is to let them know that I love them, that I'm proud of them. And I always have their back. And I, am emotional when I say it because it's something that I wanted from my dad because I didn't have that security he la left and not nearly to the point of you know the abuse that you took but like for me I know how important you know I told someone today I said I, I can't tell you how much I'd pay 
to be able to interview my dad today mm. in the stadium, looking over all of this and what I've been able to accomplish in my life to help other people and the people that I'm around, like to have my dad sit there and just have him say those three things on camera to me, that he loves me, proud of me, always has my back. And when I say those things to you, because you mentioned not a surprise to me that you feel that emotion of safety and security and, you know, of, of truth that, you know, I'm going to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, especially when I coach you or mentor, you know, I'm going to bring up stuff that, you know, is uncomfortable that I see to make you a better man. Yeah. Even this but, moment's uncomfortable, you know, <laughs> yeah. in a good way. But to feel that, do you think those are three things that I should concentrate on with relationships I have like yours that I make sure that I make sure not saying it all the time, but inherently that brother, I love you. I'm proud of you. And I always have your back. You know, what's really interesting about that question. I was recently, I went on a date. I started going on dates again after being single for a while and really focusing on the business and myself. And I was having a conversation with this woman about love languages. And I was Mine's like, time. Well, here's what's really interesting. <laughs> Mine used to be word of affirmations. And literally, we're sitting on, on and we're having this conversation. She goes, yeah, but what about when the people don't follow through on it? And I was like, oh, you're so right. And so where I hear you say that thing, like, I appreciate the words, but the actions behind the words are what bring the most value. And that's been the thing, like, you always say to me, I show up. Right. That's yeah. the one thing you always tell me. And that's the one thing that you always do in reciprocation. And so for me, it's like I understand the questioning and the line of questioning. I get much more value out of this moment than a text message. Hey, I'm proud of you. Like, that's yeah. great. People do that in passing. Right. I mean, it's just the nature of life. And it's not that it's not appreciated, but it's like sh put your money where your mouth is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you get into the activity uh, construct which is another one of my concerns in my deepest relationships, which I do consider you to be one, not just because I'm saying so, but by my actions, but I also have a lot of opportunity for the people that I love. Mm -hmm. And I always, hopefully without any uh, uh, quid pro quo transactional nature to it, to, hey, you know, I would love you to show up to this, this, and this. But very few people have as much to show up for as I do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and my great concern is... Like your is, life. <laughs> right. My, I, I'm stuck in a construct where, okay, I love Michael Unbroken. He's a very active, successful human being. And I have, you know, last 12 episodes being filmed and three VIP dinners in four days and five different cities and, you know, all the different things that I'd love to have Michael there for his benefit and mine. Um but it would be impossible for someone to live a life and say yes to every single thing. Mm -hmm. And then therefore I sometimes don't invite or forget to invite. And then I feel like, Oh shit, what if he finds out I'm meeting with Joe Dispenza on Thursday? I didn't invite him to speak on the panel with Joe and I, and then uh, I'm caught in this construct. You know, I'm looking for mentorship from you, from someone who understands this relationship and has experienced these things, you know, what are your feelings in those situations? Do you ever feel like the FOMO? Do you ever feel like I'm letting David down or, mm. you know, he forgot to invite me like he doesn't care about me? Those are all the things that circle through my head. Yeah, I, I love the context of this conversation. Um, 
I have learned to not allow my emotions to get the best of me as much as humanly possible. And I'm still a human. It still happens. I just got triggered last week, you know, and it's funny because like I'm the trauma coach guy. I'm the guy right. that people compare me to the next Tony Robbins. Like I hear these words and it's like, yeah, I still have my own things. Like this is still a part of the process. And what happens in those moments is I, I try to just remove myself from the compulsion of the emotion, right? Because that's where we make the mistakes. That's when we get in our, David doesn't actually care about me. I can't believe he invited this guy over here and not me. Oh, he's in my back backyard. He didn't text me for dinner. Like that's nonsense. Like you can't be everywhere all the time for everyone. And I, I think that when you can get, I'll speak first person. When I've stepped deeper into this healing journey, the thing that I've discovered probably more than anything is that my self-worth can't be tied into what other people do or don't do for me. Right. And I think that when I was younger, it was really easy to get caught up because nobody showed up. I was constantly abandoned. I lived on the streets. I had birthday parties and no one would come. I would wake up in vans and strangers houses. I would steal food to survive. Like I want to I won this really important wrestling tournament uh, my junior year. Nobody was there for me, you know, and it's like so. I used to think like, oh my God, if nobody texts me back, I don't matter, I'm not important, nobody cares about me, nobody loves me. And then I learned through just the journey, doing the work, showing up, the investing, the mentorship, the coaching, all of the things that come along in this process is that I have to give that to me first and recognize that why in the world would anyone be thinking about me right now? Not in a negative way, but in a, oh my God, you have a life. You're recording 12 podcasts. You got 37 people in this office, right? What? And you think I'm that important, right? And so it's about compartmentalizing and recognizing that when people are there for you, they show it through their actions, through the way that they show up for you, for the opportunities and touches of favor to your point that they present in front of you because they believe in you. And that's been the thing I've tried to wrap my head around and leverage. Not that I missed that, but look at this that did happen, right? Yeah, I love the wrestling story because I remember telling my mom, mom, have you, do you ever know what it feels like to score a touchdown? And nobody's there, right? You, you look up at the stands and nobody was there. Because my mom was raising six kids. I didn't have a dad that was showing up. Nobody was around and nobody thought I could do on a football field what I did. Not that I did anything that's exceptional sure. other than to the limit of my potential. But like, have you ever, do you know what that feels like? And when you express that, I know what that feels like. Um, and what I learned from you and from the story and from my own experience is where am I putting my emotional address, right? Where am I putting the emotional address because if I'm attaching my emotional address to something that would require validation or reciprocity or reaction like my emotional address of scoring a touchdown was not in the scoring the touchdown it was in who's going to be there to witness it mm -hmm. and when we can determine and putting our emotional addresses on things that are validating not arbitrary and capricious things that are not consistent in its manner aligned with who we are and what we want or think we want, we then can avoid these shortages, voids, obstacles, and interferences. Uh, there's no doubt why they call you Michael Unbroken. He's one of the best coaches I know. He has an unbroken academy. 
He's one of the best speakers I know, and there's no doubt in my mind that you will see the equivalence of the greatest speakers in the world. He's also one of the best friends that you can have, and if that doesn't say it all, I don't know what will. We're here at the greatest stadium in the world with one of the greatest people I know, Michael Unbroken. Check out his podcast, his books, his speeches. Be his friend. Follow him. Listen to him. Learn from him. I promise you'll make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun. This is David Meltzer with one of his best friends in the world, Michael Unbroken, here with Entrepreneurs, The Playbook.